1: The Hawks take care of Philly and get right back into the win column. We're going to talk about it all right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go.
0: Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds one. Trey Slowder!
1: Edub. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. We are back once again after a, uh, a a very brief hiatus. Um, But we back in this thing, man. Back in this thing. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the Hawkspeed Podcast. I hope your day has uh, been well. I hope your week has been well. Uh, We're coming up on the weekend. And uh, we had Hawks basketball tonight. The Atlanta Hawks took on the Philadelphia 76ers. We're going to talk about the game. We were in the, the building, State Farm Arena, and uh, we were there to witness the Atlanta Hawks get back in the win column um, against the 76ers, 104-95. to 95. We're going to talk about the ins and outs, news and notes, and I'm going to give you some takeaways, and then I'll be out of your hair. Um, first things first, uh, we want you to connect with us as always on our social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up at Hawks Beat. Is how you get at us. That's how you find us. Just search Hawks Beat, and we're there, man. We're there. Um, also, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe, 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 <laughs> subscribe to the pod. Drop us a five star rating. Let us know what you love about the show, and that would help us out immensely, immensely, immensely. Um, I think that's about it, man. So um, before we get into the game, just wanted to make just a brief note. We got a new article up on uh, thehawksbeat.com. Make sure you put the the there. If you just put Hawksbeat, you're not going to get there. That's my old site. You got to go to, you got to put the the there, (laughs) T-H-E, thehawksbeat.com. We got the full write-up on the Hawks' new unis. Yes, the Hawks uh, sported their new... Um their new Peach Nike NBA City Edition uniforms, man. And I tell you what, man, I kinda like them. I kinda like them. I kind of think they're clean. I kinda like that they didn't do too much and they kept it kind of simple. I like the peach. I wouldn't even be, a, be um against seeing like a an alternate, like a peach as like the dominant color. I like to see what that looks like. But who knows? We'll, we'll see. Um, but I thought the court looked good tonight. I thought the uniforms looked good tonight. They were they were kind of a classic feel, but it was just... Um, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. I sent out a tweet about the uniform, and I sent out uh, something on our Instagram about it. I had a poll on Instagram. Let me pull up a poll and see uh, the latest results. But the last time I checked... Um, Everybody liked them. Everybody liked the unis. Everybody thought they was clean. And uh, I posted on my story. I was like, okay, yay or nay to these unis. And 100% of the people that voted said yay. Now, granted, I had, let's see. Well, I had about 76 people look at it. So um, I don't know the actual numbers of those who voted. But uh, those who who voted for it say they like the unis, man. So, hey, shout out to them full write up is at thehawksbeat.com go ahead and check it out got a nice little intro video onto that thing too uh, it's got a picture of Trey, DJ and John uh, on the cover as well so y'all check that out all right let's get into this game real quick man let's get into this game hit you with some news and notes from today's game so uh, coming into the game um, of course the Philadelphia Sixers are 76ers are still without the services of one Mr. James Harden. And um, listen, that can't be (laughs) understood or understated about what he does and what he means to this team. But as far as the injury report is concerned coming into the game, um, of course, Bogey was out again. Jalen Johnson was listed as questionable, but he actually did play. uh, P.J. Tucker for the 76ers was questionable. But he played as well but the main guys out was bogey and james harden uh some of the things i was looking forward uh, before the game began some of the just notes that i jotted down was um hawks were on a back-to-back i wanted to see what the energy was going to look like uh this is their third game in four nights and so i was really going to see what did they look like in the third what do they look like in the fourth and uh listen man like three games in four nights is a lot it is a lot. And this is the second game of a back-to-back, so I was really interested in how they were going to try to close out this game. And I thought they did well. I thought they actually played better toward the end of the game, third and fourth quarters. Um, I thought that was probably some of their better, better quarters as far as the game is concerned. We already talked about the new unis. I thought they looked clean. Um, I wanted to see what Trey's shooting was going to look like. You know, he's he's averaging 27-9, which is good, but he hasn't been efficient. Um, he's shooting 37% from the field and 31% from three, and that's just not good. Like, the shooting is just not good. Like, the numbers and the totality is decent. Like, it's decent. But the shooting... Um, it's just not a very efficient right now. You know, luckily for Trey, he can get to the line and he can do other things that can bring value to this team. Uh, tonight, he was 7 of 21, you know, um, still trying to find his stroke and still trying to work things out. But it's a long season, so I'm not too worried about it. But that was one thing that I was looking at going into this game. I thought for the most part, both teams really showed uh, a lot of kind of back and forth. Um, I thought that through the first two quarters that Atlanta was just a better team. I thought they were just a better team out there. Um, Embiid is is a is a handful, and I thought Clint Capella. Um, if there was a player of the game, I would probably give it to Clint Capella. You know, um, we don't really do the player of the game segment anymore like we used to in the pods uh, back in the day. But I thought Clint. Um, Just played a really good game against Joel. Joel is one of the best players in this league. Top five, maybe even top three. Um, And I thought Clint really held his own defensively. I thought he was active. I thought he was moving. He was a beast. He was a monster on the boards. uh, Finishing the game with 20 points. Um, One sequence in the first quarter, Clint um, had a Euro. like A a nice Euro to finish finish a, a fast break. He comes back to the other side of the ball, draws a charge and Embiid in like a thirty second span. So like, Clint was was doing his thing. Um, big O, I, <laughs> when when he checked in there, you know, he came in there and, and Embiid just kind of bodied him. And I and I wrote in my notes, I was like, I'm not sure about this matchup, but in true big old fashion, he proved me wrong and he proved that he was up for the battle. Um, there was a stretch in that third quarter with that second unit with the Holiday Brothers and Embiid. Not Embiid, I'm sorry, Okongu and uh, who was uh, who else was out there? I think the Rook was out there and I think DJ was out there. And Okongu was like mixing it up with him. Like he, he loves the physicality. He loves the physicality. And for him to play as well as he did against Embiid, as well as he did against Antetokounmpo, it is easy to see why the Hawks are so high on Big O. I mean, he is just—he—he—he he, he is a dog. He's a dog. He likes to mix it up with those guys. So, um, a lot of back and forth again in the second quarter. Hawks—they just seem to be two steps ahead. Um, now, granted, to me, this wasn't a, a pretty win. Like, it wasn't a sexy win. Like, it was like you know. <sighs> It just it, it was it, it was moments where you're just like, eh, it's not really you know, they didn't really seem sharp. But look, you want the win or you want style points. Right? Like do you want the win or do you want style points? And I care less about the style points or whether they get the win. But I, I think for me in the totality of things, the Hawks are just better to this better than the Sixers team that was short handed. And you just lose so much with James Harden, but that's not the Hawks' fault. I mean you play who you get, right? You play who you get. Um the assists were kind of low in that first half, and I, I, I thought that the Hawks were playing a little bit too much iso ball for my for my opinion. It seemed like the ball was moving like okay, but when you look up, they only have like nine or ten assists at halftime, and you're just like, I'm not sure the ball's really moving the way it's supposed to be moving, right? Like I ain't I don't really know, right? Um, one of the notes that I wrote down at halftime as well: Hawks haven't really featured. Number 20. Like, I I think that it's time to have a podcast um, about where we are with John Collins. I think it's time to sit down and have a real conversation, a family conversation, a family meeting to see where are we at with the John Collins project because the Hawks just refuse to get him the ball with, like, any intention. Uh, I think I saw one or two plays where they, like, out of a timeout, like, OK, we're going to John and he made the basket and got it like an and one. And it's like, yo, John Collins is your most efficient player. I don't understand why you don't try to get him the ball more. But that's near neither here nor there. We'll talk about that on another pod Um going into the third quarter. I thought the Hawks missed a lot of bunnies. Um, Sixers made a little run, you know, they kind of checked in that they, they, they kind of like, Hey, man, we're going to push back a little bit. But I thought the Hawks did a good job of withstanding the run. Uh, fan favorite, <laughs> fan favorite AJ Griffin touched in in the third quarter. And uh I mean, he, he he's the guy now, man, like Hawks fans love this guy. And for, for good reason, you know, he's a good kid, very humble kid. Um I love talking to him. He, he's just, you know, full of energy. But that third quarter was a good quarter. Um, DeAndre Hunter led all scorers with 10 in that quarter. And the Hawks, they pulled away a little bit. They pulled away in that third quarter, 24 to 34. And I thought that they came out really strong in that fourth quarter, really strong in that fourth quarter with that second unit. You had DJ out there. You had the Holiday Brothers, a Congu, and A.J. Griffin. Um, they, and it wasn't like they did anything really spectacular offensively, right? Um, they actually, the Hawks in its totality, they actually got outscored in the fourth quarter. But by then I think the lead ballooned up to 20, um, they made the changes, trading them came in. And Philadelphia started to make another run. They were able to withstand it. And look, you go away and it's not the sexiest win, but it's a win, right? And so you don't really apologize for any wins. You don't apologize for any wins. You don't apologize for what wins look like. So um, all that matters is Hawks get back in the win column. 104 to 95. Hawks are now 8 and 4. And yeah, yeah. Hawks are 8-4, and four. so uh, the next game is going to be in Philadelphia, so um, this team is going to want to get his get back. I'm not sure what the timetable is for James Harden. I'm not even sure, sure what the timetable is for Bogey Bogdanovich, but all that stuff will come out in the wash. So we're going to take a quick break on the other side. Just going to give you a few takeaways from tonight's game and for where the Hawks are standing as of now. So, you listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, Edub. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, folks, we are back talking about a Hawks victory over the Philadelphia 76ers uh, programming notes <laughs> for those that were looking for the pod last night. Um, I apologize for n- not putting it out there that I wasn't going to pod. Um, typically, here's how things are going to go. If it's a back to back, chances are I'm not going to record after that first um after that first game of a back to back, because what happens is when you're podcasting and you drop a pod and there's a game 24 hours later or 12 hours later, um, that pod kind of gets lost in the shuffle. If you know what I mean, like there's a whole bunch of analytics and a whole bunch of numbers that uh, that will suggest that, you know, after the game like that pod kind of gets, you know, not listened to as much. So um, I'm just i may change that but for now we'll probably just go to like the second game of a back-to-back and i'll just pot like we saw what happened in utah they had that fourth quarter collapse yeah is there and it's over with we gonna talk about the next game <laughs> so that's kind of how we're gonna run but my apologies if you're looking for the pod and uh it didn't come out but listen if y'all want me to pod after uh Every game and as far as you know the back-to-backs let me know let me know and I and I'll uh, I'll take a look at it and we'll go back to the drawing board but um, again Hawks take care of the biz tonight 104 to 95 um, all the starters were in double figures you had um, O'Conn go out the bench with double figures He he was off the bench and had 10 and 11 I thought that he was very physical tonight and I liked what I saw f- out of him Um to me, the guy that stood out to me, Clint Capella, 18 points, 20 boards. He was a demon on the boards tonight. Um I, I thought that John Collins was playing kind of passive offensively. Um, I think he's just trying to find his way. I think he's trying to find his way. And I think the whole collection of starters are at a point where they're trying to figure some things out, you know, um, not sure if that has anything to do with, with Trey's shooting woes, if he's not able to get to his spots, or if he's not conditioned. I don't know. I don't know. But um, it's still a work in progress. It's still a work in progress. But um, the good thing is that you're 8-4, and four and you're sh- trying to figure things out. So uh, I'd much rather be talking about an 8-4 team trying to work things out as opposed to a 5-7 team trying to work things out. So There you have it. Um, As far as the takeaway from tonight's game, again, ugly win, but you don't care about ugly wins. You know, all you care about is the dub. I think when you look at the Sixers in the totality of what they are, they are a team that cannot win. It's going to be hard for them to win. I'll just say this. It's going to be hard for them to win without James Harden. The way this team is, is assembled is that anytime Embiid goes to the bench, It's going to be hard for those guys to carry it, and Tyrese Maxey is a good ball player. He's up and coming, and he is going to be a fine basketball player, but at this point in his career, he's not a guy that you can lean on consistently to carry that team when Embiid needs rest. Uh, Embiid was a plus 10 while he was out there. But when he wasn't, I mean, all the other starters was, like, negative 13, negative 9, negative 7, negative 18. Like, you know. Um So they need a guy that can carry that squad when Embiid has to take a rest because he's a big guy, you know. Those big guys, you can't play them heavy minutes like that because they will break down. So I think you got kind of a wounded team coming in. But credit to the Hawks, they took care of business. They took care of business. From the Hawks' side, um, Things that you probably want to clean up is, is probably just, I would say, um, just a, just just the overall camaraderie and cohesiveness that this team needs. You know, um, it's, it's still a work in progress. It's still a work in progress. I would like to see John Collins featured a little bit more for my slacking. He's your most efficient player and he gets the ball almost the least. <laughs> He's your most efficient player. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's even gonna be a thing or whatever. It was good to see AJ Griffin get some minutes. I know folks have been clamoring for that. So um AJ Griffin, 14 points. He hit a nice three. And uh (laughs) I had that written down on my notes actually. He knocks down a three to put the Hawks up, I think fifteen or so at the time. I think it was the fourth quarter or third quarter. And Trey Young was like the first one off the bench, like almost came out the damn near half court. He was so excited Everybody's pulling for this kid. Everybody wants this kid to be successful. Uh, My guy Brad was like, yo, AJ Griffin, the best shooter on the Hawks, (laughs) on this Hawks team. And I was like, you know what, man? That bar may be low, but I think you're right. (laughs) I think you're right. I mean, who is his competition? Just the holiday? You know, um, the Hawks don't really have a bunch of – quote-unquote shooters, but, um, you know, it is what it is. So, um, Hawks get the dub 104 to 95. We're going to go ahead and put this pod to bed. Uh, let's take a brief look at the Hawks' schedule before um, we tie things up real quick. So, uh, like I mentioned before, the Hawks' next game will be in Philadelphia. So, they take on Philadelphia on Saturday. And then from there, they have a game on Monday back in Milwaukee. And then after that, um, they have a game on, what is that, Thursday. That Thursday they take on, oh, no, I'm sorry, not that Thursday. Had a couple, they got a couple of days off. So um, next two games, next two big games are Philadelphia on Saturday and Milwaukee on Friday. I mean, on Monday. We'll probably shoot out a pod sometime this weekend. Um just giving a a uh, kind of a look back on where this team is 10 games in. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Hawksby Podcast. It's your man's e Thank you for checking us out. Um, Like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace.